In today's video, what we're gonna talk about is how to start a bottled water business. That's right, how to start a bottled water business. And you're in for a very special treat. So I invited one of my very special friends onto the podcast show to share his story about how he actually started a bottled water business from scratch, okay? From scratch. And I had the unique pleasure of being able to watch him go from just it being an idea in his mind to actually materializing it in the real world and actually being able to create a profitable bottled water business. So I'm excited to have this guest on the podcast show. Uh, I think regardless of what your background is, what it, regardless of what interests you have, whether you're interested in being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, or even uh, just advancing in your general career, uh, he's going to be sharing with you some very specific ideas, strategies, and concepts that will be able to help you advance in your career. So I'm excited for you. Please give us your undivided attention and let's go ahead and dive right in. Welcome to another episode of Career Strategies. My name is Rodney Hughes, Mr. 100%. Today's episode is being brought to you by The Ugly Truth About Getting Hired, How to Land the Job of Your Dreams Regardless of the Competition. In this book, you're going to discover the secrets to landing a top dollar job offer with ease. You're going to learn a simple step-by-step -step interview prep system that will help you dramatically improve your odds of landing the top dollar job offer that you deserve. If that sounds like something you're interested in learning more about, you can pick up a copy of this book today by heading over to www.theuglytruthbook.com. That's www.theuglytruthbook.com. Once again, that's www.theuglytruthbook.com. All right, guys. Uh, got a very, 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 very special guest on the podcast today, and um, I'm super excited to kind of dive into this guy's background. Um, very special friend of mine. Um, his name is Ricardo Jones. And, you know, to me, he is what I would consider to be a unicorn. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and, you know, whenever I talk to him, um, you know, oftentimes I'll refer to him as a unicorn. And, and the reason why I say that is because um, he has started something um, and by something uh, specifically a business, several businesses really, but um, you know he start he has started a business from scratch um, that is a bottled water company, okay? And I would probably argue that most people in the world don't know someone that owns a bottled water uh, business or a bottle a bottling company at all, okay? Um, and so I'm super excited to have him on the podcast today um, as a guest, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to kind of dive into his background. So uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Ricardo Jones. How you doing, man? What's up? Man, I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing phenomenal. Doing phenomenal, man. I, you know, I want to dive into your background. Um, I think that, you know, on my podcast show, really what it's committed to is really helping people understand how they can generate more success and less time in their career. And um, mm -hmm. you are one of the most successful people that, that, that I know, okay? Um, and, and, and so 
let, let's start here. Before we kind of dive into your background, you know, you have a, a bottled water company called Precipitate. Tell me a little bit about that water brand. Share it with yeah. me. Yeah, so um, I started this water uh, brand um, slash company called Precipitate. And um, with Precipitate, what we wanted to do was focus specifically on water. But our main um, mission is to provide free bottled water for kids. That's what we specialize with. And by doing that, um, we use it with, well, we provide that with our donation program. So um, it's a percentage, 20% uh, of your qualifying purchase. Um, we donate to any youth or sports recreational program um, in the United States or in the world, you know, if you have those type of connections. But that's just our overall goal. You know, I get a lot of questions about the business. Oh, is, man, is this a nonprofit? No, we for profit. And um, what we want to do is we want to give back those profits as being a company um, to youth sports and recreation in the communities that we serve. That's dope. So, so like, tell me, like, where did you even think to even start a bottled water company? Man, uh, so, man, just thinking about, well, it's it's a number of things, but you know, being a, being an athlete like yourself, um, coming up through the ranks, um, you know, I played basketball coming up and different things of that nature. But I always was, uh, you know, with coaches, you always see coaches trying to raise money. Um, you always seeing kids forget things or parents forget things like water or a snack or something when you're traveling or even when you're playing in the game. So that's what really kind of got me thinking about, wow, um, how could I help youth organizations and sports organizations? Because I feel like the youth in sports or uh, recreational programs is not going to go away. People are always going to try and have, you know, that type of involvement for their kids as an outlet, you know, um, minus the time that we're in right now. But however, these, these organizations still happen, you know, with social distancing and stuff. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the ethos of it, you know, just really thinking about a solution for kids. That's, that's dope. And what, and, and how did you, how did you come up about, giving free water for kids like that that's an interesting um angle on it and, and when i think about like um some of the other water brands that are out there some of the big ones that we've all kind of heard of and we'll dive a little more into that later but um when i think about these your your proposition is so unique it's so different i've never i, I haven't heard of a water brand um that is focused on giving free uh, giving free water to kids, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, how did you even start to kind of think about that idea or of positioning yourself yourself from that perspective? Well, I just, uh, for me, it's kind of one of those personal things. I mean, you know, you got all of these, like, supplements and all these different types of drinks, but at the end of the day, coming up and playing sports, and the number one thing that's going to get you hydrated is water, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, too, with providing water in, in general, I wanted to provide a, a quality yet healthy solution um, for for kids, you know, starting them out. You know, I, I didn't want to provide a supplement or, you know, sugar or a bunch of, um, you know, chemicals to kids and say, hey, you know, this will make you jump higher and run faster. I just wanted to provide something that was clean, simple, um, and, you know, healthy. So that's why I chose water. Like, that's it. And that, that, that's that's real interesting. So let, let, let's take a step back for a minute, okay? Because I, I I know I know a little bit about your your backstory, and and I always say that it's kind of interesting. Like when you think about what Steve Jobs once said, 
where he was like, you can never connect the dots looking forward, but you can always connect the dots looking backwards. And I think you you have a very, very um, interesting backstory, especially when you look at the fact that you own a bottle, uh, a bottle water company at this point. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you know, your upbringing and, and, and what you what you experienced along the way that kind of tied into like this business at this point. Yeah. So, um, you know, I previously uh, worked for uh, PepsiCo. Um, it's been a while. Um, it's probably been now almost eight, nine years since I worked there, which time flies. Um, but yeah, I was a district manager at PepsiCo, but I was in the Frito-Lay division. But, um, you know, my dad actually uh, worked for uh, PepsiCo, but he works in the Tropicana division. And um, he's been working there for over 35 years, you know, so ever since I was a kid. So I've always um, understood the beverage business um, and understood, um, you know, uh, what it takes to, you know, hydrate yourself. And, um, you know, just kind of understanding that and working good and then understanding, um, you know, how that distribution works um, when moving, when actually getting the, the real experience for working from PepsiCo and partnering with bottlers from the Frito-Lay side, um, I kind of understood the business. So, um, you know, it's to me, you know, I understand the business side and the operational side of, you know, how, how to actually make this thing work. So, you know, that's a little bit of, that's a little bit of my background, um, in, in bottling beverages and just, uh, consumer, consumer products in general. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And, and, and what PepsiCo is like, what the, the top, they're in the top one, you know, one, two combination. Yeah. <laughs> you, know yeah, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got Pepsi, you got Coke, which way you want, you know, and then, uh, everybody else just kind of fall, 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 fall behind. I mean, and then also too. I mean, if you really start thinking about big brands, um, you know, Gatorade. Gatorade is up under the Pepsi umbrella, and then you got Powerade. Powerade is up under the Coke umbrella. So, you know, when you talk about beverages on the planet, um, I mean, even water, Dasani uh, is a Coke. Aquafina is Pepsi. You know, so that's that's really one and two. The only the only other beverage providers that's bigger than both of those is the ocean. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to compete with the ocean. They got seventy percent of the marketplace, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, no, man. I think that's. I think that's so dope, though, because um, you know, that old. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell's book, um, uh, The Outlier. You know, and they talk about um, putting your ten thousand hours in. You know what I mean? And what's interesting is like. Essentially, what I'm hearing here is that your entire life, you've in some way, shape, fashion, or form been around the the bottling business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, like did you learn things like before you you started working for PepsiCo? I mean, were there things that you learned from your dad or whatever about? the business that you didn't even necessarily know you were learning at that time, but you kind of picked up about the business. Yeah. Just, um, some things that he would talk about that I kind of think about it, you know, um, from the co-packing environment to, um, you know, product safety, manufacturing, um, scale, 
you know, I didn't, I didn't understand all that stuff really until I got to college and, you know, really um, dove into the business aspect um, of how things work and how, how things are moved through, how consumer products are moved through the economy. But, um, you know, he would talk shop with people or, he, you know, he'll be trying to explain a lot of different things. Um, he was, excuse me, he's, um, right now I know um, he's a couple positions. I mean, at one time, you know, he's a chemist and, you know, he worked with a lot of the um, ingredients and then, you know, he worked in the silos and he, now he's working with the engineers and the leadership roles. So, um, you know, companies like that, so multifaceted, um, you know, I try and just talk to him about being, you know, dad, but, um, we talked a little bit of shop. So, but to, your, to answer your question, yeah, you know, he kind of was letting me know some things, um, which now I kind of connected dots to moving forward with my brand. How trippy is that from, from your dad's perspective though? Like, like, you know, your dad work has been working in, in, in this industry pretty much your whole life. Okay. And now his son owns a bottle water company like like flat out owns about a war company how, how crazy is that i mean do you first of all, how crazy is it also how crazy is it from your perspective like i don't even like when i talk to you sometimes i don't even know if you realize how crazy that is that you own about a war. most people that they're going to listen to this most people on this planet will never meet somebody who owns their own bottle you know whether it's bottled water whether it's soda you know uh juices most people will never actually meet someone who owns a bottling company so like is that trippy when you think about it do you think that your do you think your dad's perspective is is <laughs> like tripped out about it yeah well um you know just built well you know we built us building brands and uh for me my dad you know he's uh he, yeah, he is scratching his head. You know, I showed him a couple of my new marketing pieces and stuff, and he was like, "Man, you gotta, uh, uh-uh, what you doing over there? Like, hey, this some, <laughs> hey, I wasn't expecting this, you know." Uh, so I gotta actually, it's funny, I gotta get him a call, you know, um, a little bit later today, and we are gonna catch up on that. But um, yeah, for me, I mean, I just, I just love, you know, I got a passion just for creating products and creating brands and stuff like that, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's just something I love to do. So it's. It's not, uh, I think it's exciting for me to create it and for me to be able to execute the mission, right, to be able to help the kids or whatever you want to do. And then also, too, to be able to get it out in front of people so that they can actually um, be able to uh, try it, to be able to have access to the product. I think that's it. And then building on on top of that is staying true. I think that's what really excites me. But, you know, the I, I don't know. I never really looked at it like that until you really kind of pointed it out. To be honest with you, I just, you know, it's just kind of my... Maybe it was already in, embedded in me, but I never really looked at it like, dang, man, you know, really connecting the dots. Wow, that's kind of maybe how you how you got there. It was already in you, but I never looked at it like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. That's yeah, a good observation. You know, it's, I, mean, I want to dive a little deeper into uh, products and stuff because I know that some of the conversations that you and I have had over the years, um, your depth of understanding about um, just products in general, you know what I mean, um, is really, really interesting. Like, where, where did that start? Like, how, how did you, when do you, you know, help me understand, like, where you got started looking into products, because you've been into it for, like, a very long time. So, 
that all came from just my love of, uh, you know, playing sports, but specifically um, sneakers, tennis shoes. Um, I was a big time, um, you know, pretty much like an enthusiast. I wouldn't even, I'll go up above and beyond just the consumer because um, I had just this like um, such a love and such a passion for um, sneakers, athletic sneakers. Um, whether it was Nike is, is my is my first love, but you know I love I like Adidas, uh, Reebok, Asics, Sacconi, um, to I even like Brooks, Merrow. Um, now you're getting into more of the fashion stuff. So like you know the Off White Fear God, um, their their shoe lines, and um, you know I really love I just love sneakers. Um, also too Soul Architect. Um, this that's a new brand. You know I'm, I'm really starting to like and different things of that nature. So. Man, I, I just always have a passion for uh, just sneakers and, and actually how they were designed, how that how how the story was told on how that particular design of that sneaker was and how that functionality is and, and ultimately how the consumer or the person that's purchasing that shoe can interact with that product. So that's what really sparked it. I mean, that you know, anybody who know me, you know, from grade school all the way up to till now, they know that, oh, that yeah, he he crazy about his his, his shoes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, your shoe game is, is definitely on another level. You know what I mean? I've seen, I've seen you with some shoes like what are those? You know what I'm saying? And not in the bad way, not the bad. What are those? But you know, <laughs> like, like no, no, for real. Like what? What are those? Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's, I, I think that's super dope. Now, kind of to come back to uh, precipitate. Like, help me understand from when you got started with it like what has been some of the most challenging stuff that you had to deal with um starting a water a bottle water company well um starting a water company you know one one of the main things is, is you know we got to start out as a brand first and i'll be candid with you you know um the capital of starting a water brand um it can be costly you know um because you got to get the design you got to get the labeling um, obviously, the business LLC, but then also too, you want to be able to trademark your brand. That's the operational size of it. And then you got to go out if you don't already have, I guess, the, uh, some type of pond or lake or spring. You know, you got to find a partner to be able to bottle with. So you got to definitely find a quality bottler. Um, and then from there, you got to be able to set your margins in order to be profitable. But I think the hardest part is is once you get over the branding piece and all the other stuff that I just said. I think the distribution. Um, because water is tricky, you know, it's fluid ounces and that fluid ounces going to pounds. And so it can get real heavy, real fast and with uh, shipping things heavy. Everyone kind of knows that it could be expensive. So the key to it is, is understanding that, you know, you got to find that fine line of your product and then you got to find that, that other fine line of how can I get that product to my customer effectively. And I think that's the trick. And like, what, what like, what are some of the ways that, that you've been effective at, at uh, you know, distributing your, your bottled water company. Because I think that, you know, in and of itself, um, just starting the business itself seems like it would be a, a, a very challenging task to take on. You know what I mean? But then once you have the product like you do, which, by the way, is easily one of the best tasting waters I've ever had, um, once you get the, the great product, like, what are some of the ways that you've gone about actually distributing your product so i mean you know that kind of goes a little bit into you know the strategy piece but um you know you got to really understand that um 
for one, what 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 type of product you have, and then you got to be um, willing to understand how you're going to target it. So what I actually looked at is, and and, and for me is is um, you know, I want to be able to get the product to uh, youth sports and recreational programs. And so what I do is is that I go out and I and I pretty much create marketing specifically to 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 tie it to student athletes, students and, and parents, right? And then my other my other point is is that it's a beverage. I understand that it's a beverage, right? And where do people go to buy beverages? They're gonna go to a place where they have assortment and where they actually shop. So whether it's a convenience store, whether it's a grocery store, or if you're going online. And everybody know online, the main big dog online is Amazon. So, um, yeah, you got to be able to um, get your product accessible there. Um, and, and that's pretty much, you know, from a strategic perspective, that's how I looked at, you know, um, starting up my distribution for, for my business. Man, you know, that's, that's super dope. And, you know, Let's talk about that Amazon piece for a second because it can be easy. Like, like I just ordered something today on um, uh, on Amazon, uh, a piece of equipment uh, for my business, and um, it can be easy to kind of look at Amazon and think that it is, uh, uh, you know, that you, you just jump on there and then you're rich tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's buying from Amazon, right? But, like, in the space you're in, in particular, I mean, dude, you're going against juggernauts, okay? And, mm-hmm. and you know, I know a little bit about, you know, the success that you've had on that platform, and it's freaking phenomenal uh, to mm-hmm. me. And so, you know, help, you know, kind of give a little bit of insight as to what that experience has been like even dealing with uh, uh, Amazon and, and being, and more importantly, not just dealing with Amazon, but, like, your path to success in, in dealing with Amazon. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I'll be candid, it's still, you know, ongoing um, with Amazon. And, and the reason why I say that is because um, Amazon can be a bit complex where you really want to uh, start selling items at um, volume, right? Um, and I will say this, Amazon is an equivalent to being in an actual grocery store, right? Um, from setting up um, your um, actual profile to identifying um, your products in the correct categories, to actually having SKUs on your products, and then being able to have those SKUs tie back to your GS1, um, which certifies you as an actual item that can be sold to consumers, right? Um, and then on top of that, right, once you actually get your um, your product up there, okay, what type of uh, imagery um, can you have? Because they do have um, restraints on what you can actually put on there for different account levels. And then, how do you compete? How do I get my product seen? So there's a whole um, marketing inside of Amazon um, that can allow you to be able to grow your business. But I will say shout out to Amazon is that, you know, they provide a lot of resources um, for you to um, excel once you're on the platform. But just like anything else, you know, you got to be able to, to dive in and take advantage of those resources. And Sometimes it may be a little bit tedious, but you just got to follow the process and that, that'll get you over the hump. Outside of that, it's going to be up to, you know, your strategy and, you know, you kind of understanding your marketplace and then you being able to, you know, um, drive, drive sales, you know, with, with, with whatever you come up with. It's not a surefire thing. You may get like a lot of marketing saying, oh, you can make $100,000 this, you can do this, you can do that. But 
um, you do have to come up with a strategy, you know, for for Amazon. Yeah, got it. And then uh, the other the other side of distribution that I wanted to jump into is like, I'm you know I've seen a lot of your marketing, which I think is uh, uh, amazing, um, actually. And uh, I know that you have had some strategic partnerships um, with some cool brands. You know, like tell me a little bit about some of the the partnerships. Um, uh, that you, you know, kind of had and how those came about. Yeah. So, um, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to stay true with, um, our branding, you know, provide free bottled water to kids, um, uh, with our donation program who participate, um, in youth sports recreational programs. So what we did was we, we reached out um, to organizations, which we wanted to be kind of selective, especially starting out. You want to make sure that you align with people, but ultimately a partnership sponsorship program. And what we do is, is um, we meet with um, these particular organizations um, who have student athletes um, or youth um, with recreational programs. And, you know, what we do is that, you know, we help them with a couple of things. One, we want to keep the kids hydrated. Um, and our proposition is with water, right? Nothing else but water. Um, the other thing is that we do um, collaborate with them on a couple of things, um, you know, whether it's, um, you know, scholarships, whether it's helping them pay for gym time um, to help them, you know, facilitate some of their programs. Um, I don't know whether it's, a, you know, a food drive, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so that's what we do. And um, just some of the organizations we work with, we work with uh, Rare Breed. Uh, we work with Foresight Academy. Uh, we work with Sweet Feet. That's just, uh, that's a new one. And then we have um, Immortals down I'm in Miami. So um, two of the uh, organizations are in California. Um, we, and also too, what we try to do is, and, and this is in our brand, if you go to our site, it's kind of, uh, pink and blue. So the pink and blue represents the genders. So you got the boy and the girl. So for instance, Foresight Academy is a, uh, middle school, um, age, uh, basketball, uh, youth sports, um, mentorship type of program that we help. And then, uh, we have Rare Breed, which is uh, unisex, essentially, um, all ages. Um, and then we have the other two, which is Sweet Feet. Um, they're just a football, but they're mostly boys. And then Immortal is like um, a, a nationally ranked seven on seven team that travels around the country and, you know, um, get their athletes exposed to the seven on seven game. That's dope. That's dope. And, 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 and now, just, just so everybody that's listening to this podcast understands, okay, so you can realize why I called him a unicorn from the very beginning. How long has Precipitate been? been uh in business yeah um precipitate uh been in business since uh the official launch was april uh 2019. that is phenomenal okay and and just to just to watch how you work is absolutely amazing and uh and then like i said the product itself is is very very good Okay, um, some of the best water that I've uh, ever had, and that's just being honest, like <laughs> you know, and um, and so that's just amazing to see, you know, the strategic partnerships that you've been able to to, to create, and and the like I said, the 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 brand itself and what what you stand for is huge, and it's something I'm proud to be a part of. And actually, you know, one of the things that I do plan on doing, and you know, we'll connect about this, uh, you know after the podcast episode is, you know, I want to go ahead and, you know, <laughs> put it in another order, 
You know what I mean? So that I can help personally um, with the whole donation um, strategy that you have. Because uh, I think it's such a I think it's such a dope thing. And, and you know, water is something that everybody needs. Not not just once. Okay. Water is something that every single person, no matter what your race is, no matter what your, you know, uh, creed is, no matter what socioeconomic status you come from, is something that somebody needs. And, and, and so the question that you have to ask yourself, and it's something I've definitely asked myself, the next time you think about buying a bottle of water, ask yourself, is anybody else going to benefit from that purchase other than you and the company? It's a very, it's a very interesting question. And so I think that's why your brand is super dope. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, definitely a good point. I mean, you know, for us, can't speak on any other companies, but, you know, we just want to give back. We want to start off in the right direction um, and making sure that we're adding value to what we're doing as opposed to just having people spending their dollars. Um, at least um, what we can do is we can make sure that those dollars that you spend are being allocated to um, organizations that you care for, especially if you have kids. I mean, I have kids. Um, as well. So it's always kind of one of those things where um, it's deeper than a feel good, right? Because, um, and, and I feel like for us, the way we see it, it's better than money because when you see those bottles show up, you see those kids being hydrated, you can actually see where that 20%, where your purchase is actually going, where you're actually keeping someone hydrated. So, so, so definitely um, that's what we, that's what as a, as a, as a brand, that's what we want to be able to express. Nice, nice. And so, Mike, if you know, for anybody who's interested in, in you know, uh, being a part of this, that's interested in uh, helping kids uh, with their purchase of bottled water, I mean, like, how do people connect with you? How how do people go about engaging with Precipitate? Yeah. So, man, great question. So, for you guys uh, or anyone um, that wants to really connect with us and really uh, take advantage of the donation program that we have, you want to go to Precipitate. Uh, bottledwater.com and then what you want to do is you want to go in and you want to put in a quote the reason why I say put in a quote is because um, due to you know different type of shipping and in the timing of you actually um, receiving that particular donation um, based upon the qualifying case quantities we want to make sure that it actually gets there also too there's a couple other things that we like to do um, and we just want to be upfront with it we want to call that organization and, and, and give you props you know let, let, let them know that um, this is why we're sending X amount of cases um, to them and then also to, you know, to be able to tie you back to that particular donation. So that's why the whole quote process is there. Um, and then on top of that, if you just want to be able just to purchase and support, we definitely have it on Amazon. Um, I'll be updating the site too as well where you can actually purchase on the site. But if you go on to Amazon and make the purchase, uh, that's more to direct the consumer. Like when you're shopping in a grocery store, make sure you leave some feedback for me as well. Um, on how the water tastes or, you know, um, our mission or, or, or whatever you uh, may like to do there. Nice, nice. And I'm sure, some, uh, I'm sure we're going to have some people uh, participating in this. And, um, and, and, and now what kind of what, where I want to take the conversation is, you know, now let's focus a little bit on the future. Like, like what, does, what is your vision from this point moving forward? Yeah, so the vision for me, you know, I want to wrap it into the product. Like I said, I'm I'm a big product person. I like to really tell stories. So what I would like to do is, you know, we first we started out um, with our 
uh, precipitate uh, spring water. With the spring water, it's uh, microfiltrated. It actually comes in a plastic bottle, right? And, you know, with the way that the well is going, um, we kind of want to reduce some plastic. What I do want to point out is, is that there's still consumers um, based upon product engagement that likes the plastic because it's clear and you want to see the water, right? So you want to see clear water. But the ethos of our brand is also to teaching a lesson of how products can actually evolve. And then that's what actually took us to um, our alkaline water in the aluminum bottle. So just a couple of things about products. So we went with the spring water because it has the natural alkalinity of the product, right? But it, it was clear and it's going to keep you hydrated. Then we said, hey, you know what? We want to reduce our footprint. Um, in the marketplace and around the world. So we went to um, the aluminum um, cans with the alkaline water. One reason we went with aluminum is because aluminum currently is the most recycled product in the world, right? And a way to actually give back. Obviously, you have people walking around who can actually pick this bottle up. And depending on where it's located, I know um, if you're in California, you can get probably five cents for this particular uh, aluminum piece. If it's, if you, if you uh, go ahead and recycle it, another piece to the product is, is that, um, we increase the alkalinity in the water to give you more of a pH balance and make you even more hydrated with the 9.5 uh, pH alkaline water. Um, so as, as the brand continues to progress, we know that it's a number of people who, you know, don't really want to drink out of a water bottle, right? So we gave this option right here. This is our bottle. It's kind of like an anti-bottle. Um, and we partnered with the company um, in order to create these for us. But the cool part about this is, is that this particular bottle is 100% reusable. It's super light. You can freeze it. Um, it has a carabiner where you can attach it to, um, you know, different garments or your luggage. But also, too, you don't necessarily have to drink precipitate water in this particular um, item. And then down the road, um, what our goal is, is just, just try to get net zero. So um, I think that we're going to be um, exploring some options where you can actually eat the water. Um, and me, um, no, that's, hold on, wait. You said what? What, what, what did yeah, you we, say? Yeah, we're going to go down the road where um, you can actually eat the water. So it's um, an edible water solution where, um, you know, you become 100%. We will we'll, we'll come 100% net zero, and we won't have any type of uh, waste. So that'll be down the road, um, and it'll be about more of an on-demand product. So it'll um, actually align with the actual brand. But um, ultimately, we want to be able to, you know, tell that particular story with our products that, rele that we're releasing, but also to uh, making that, that story available and clear to our youth in the communities that we serve. So, so let me get this right. You're actively in the process of creating edible water. Like water, water that you can that will hydrate you, but you're eating it. Yes, um, we're working on a solution for that. Literally, as we speak, um, it's it's a couple it's a couple options in the world. Uh, really, one quality option in the world. But um, man, we're working on some solutions um, with uh, possibly with them or um, with other opportunities ourselves where we can actually bring this to the forefront and, you know, keep the people hydrated and also to reducing our uh, carbon footprint. Yeah. I mean, that that's, I'm super excited to uh, try that one out because uh, never heard of uh, edible water before, you know what I mean? Um, so that's super dope. That's super dope. And I, and I love the fact that um, 
not only are you being innovative with what you're doing, but you're literally trying to kind of like help save the planet and, and make a better world uh, for our little, you know, our kids and our, our future generations. So I think that's super dope uh, as well. Um, now, let me ask you this, kind of to start to wrap this up. Help, I mean, help me understand, like, if there was one thing, again, the, 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 the thing I want you now, the reason I do this podcast is because I have a deep desire to help people create more success in less time. But when I say that, um, the real thing is that I want people to create more success in less time with the truth, right? Not this rah-rah, oh, you got to be motivated, brother, right? <laughs> like none, none of that stuff. I, I want people to know what the truth is for how you can – Go about being creating more success in less time. And so, with that in mind, help me understand. Like, what I mean, what would your takeaway be um, as far as what you've experienced with creating your own highly successful uh, water brand? What What would you share with somebody about what they can do to create more success in less time? More success in less time, man. That's an amazing question, man. Because um, a lot of people, you know, want want that magic wand, right? Uh, but to be candid with you. Um, couple things one uh you gotta you gotta have passion in what you're doing you gotta understand what you're doing also two you don't want to put i know it's gonna sound crazy but restrictions of time on um how you're going to be uh, executing this to the marketplace and i think that one of the main things that people really have to understand is, is that be consistent with what you want to um create or what you want to deliver to the marketplace right um, and I'm not saying, um, don't take any feedback, you know, um, I would say take some feedback with a grain of, with a grain of sand. However, be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. Um, you know, the motivation and all that raw, raw stuff is going to be there. And I'm pretty sure it's there because you probably started it. But I think those things about being passionate, um, really taking, um, the proper steps and time to set it up. When I say that time, take your time to set up your business or your endeavor the correct way. I think it's a number of uh, setbacks and why you, you know, spend time not actually accelerating because, you know, th your documentation isn't set up correctly. Your company isn't set up correctly. Um, you don't have the right type of uh, paperwork in order to submit to a buyer, you know, uh, or someone that's actually interested. Um, you don't have the right type of labeling. You know, I talked about GS1 in order to um, get your product uploaded onto certain platforms, so on and so forth. And then um, the last one is that consistency. Be consistent. Be consistent, you know, and be shameless. Shameless inconsistency. Continue building, you know, because any, anything that's quality will take time. But the, the key is, is time and consistency. Nice, nice. Well, well, again, I mean, I want to thank you so much for, um, you know, taking time out because, um, you know, I know you're outrageously busy. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that you're outrageously busy. Um, uh, and so I definitely appreciate you, you know, dropping some wisdom, man. You dropped some great um, knowledge bombs here on, on, on what people can do to be more successful. And, and also, I think, like I said, um, anybody who's listening to, to this podcast, Go check out his brand. It is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and so uh, go ahead and wrap this up one more time. Again, share any social media. And by the way, I'm going to put the links uh, in the description area so to make it a little bit easier for you. But if you're just listening to this, go ahead and tell people where they can uh, purchase 
uh, your water and how they can connect with you on social media platforms. Yeah, definitely. Um, so connect with me on um, Instagram, uh, YouTube, or um, Facebook at uh, precipitate underscore bottled with a D underscore water. Um, also, too, you can go to my website. That's where you're going to find a lot of the information. Also, to media, um, some things that you won't see um, on my Instagram and my Facebook page where there's articles written up about us at www.precipitatebottlewater.com. Um, make sure you check us out on there. Um, yeah, man, um, you know, we're going to continue to be growing. Um, Shouts out to all of uh, my partnership sponsor. Uh, we got Rare Breed, we got Foresight Academy, we got Sweet Feet, and we got Immortals. Um, thank y'all so much for helping your community. Um, and definitely check them out um, on IG. Um, they're pretty much their IG is exactly what I said. Hey, um, thank you so much, Rodney. We appreciate uh, your platform and giving us a voice, um, letting us be able to explain our story and talk about our products, man. Thank you. Absolutely. And, and, um, uh, definitely, this won't be the last time that we connect and, and kind of um, talk about what you got going on. So thank you again. Thanks for checking out the episode. Yes, sir. Hey, man, have a blessed day, man. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. Hopefully you got great value from today's episode. And once again, this episode was brought to you by The Ugly Truth About Getting Hired, How to Land a Job of Your Dreams Regardless of the Competition. In this book, you're going to discover the secrets to landing a top dollar job offer with ease. You're going to learn a simple step-by-step -step interview prep system that will help you dramatically improve your odds of landing the top dollar job offer that you deserve. If that sounds like something you're interested in learning more about, you can pick up a copy of this book today by heading over to www.theuglytruthbook.com. That's www.theuglytruthbook.com. Once again, that's www.theuglytruthbook.com. Com. Thanks again for checking out today's episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And always remember, the only things that pay in life are the things that you get done. And that's based on a true story.